bacon bit. <laughs> I mean, it's appropriate, <laughs> but was it right? No, it wasn't either. Uh, hi, thank you for listening to this bacon bit with me, Joel, and Kent. Yeah, but not Jacob. No, Jake. Uh, he... Uh, <laughs> He's not here, <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna. You're gonna hear that again. Yeah, but we do have a guest here show. with us. Adrian, you want to say hi? Hello. Hey, Adrian. Adrian Grafe, a listener emeritus. Yeah, our second listener. It's yeah. me. Um, and uh, she's here with us uh, as a guest because she's going to be actually on Monday's episode. But we thought we'd bring her in tonight because, well, she has a good opinion on the Irishman and <laughs> <laughs> knives out. Knives out. Right. Oh, I I'm fully researched, ready to go. <laughs> now, do you see a whole bunch of movies, Adrian? I do. Yeah. Like you, you said you saw the new Mr. Rogers movie. I did just last night. And? I really liked it. I felt a lot of nostalgia brought me back to watching like as a kid. And I think that's what really made so me enjoy it. So how did Tom Hanks do as Mr. Rogers? I think throughout the show, like as it went on, yes. I felt... You buy into I, I it more, I kind of bought right? into it more for sure. Yeah. For sure. Because at first you're like, you're just acting like a really, really nice guy <laughs> and it should be creepy. But, you know, Mr. Rogers is not Hanks. at all. Yeah. But it's Tom Hanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then you buy it. I don't know. It's strange. That yeah. Was, but that was our review last weekend. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, and before we forget, keep an eye out on our social media pages because starting this weekend, December 1st, mm -hmm. we will be doing Luminaria posts where you can win a chance to come with us or go by yourself. Yeah, with a plus one. With a plus one. A pair of tickets. We're giving away a pair of tickets every day for the first 12 days of, of Christmas. Yes. 12 days of December. And then on the 13th, we'll be having a... Like a, a group to, event. Yeah, a group event with those who have won tickets. And you can come to that if you won tickets or you choose another day. That's yeah. fine, too. If you don't exactly. want to talk to us, we're not going to be hurt. <laughs> That's kind of mean, though. So keep an eye out for that. It starts on Sunday. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, and it's crazy. It's December. Yeah. Happy See, December, everybody. Yeah. Is it officially December now? Like when the show comes out? Oh, no. No, no not yet. Happy December in a few days. <laughs> Happy December Eve. <laughs> yeah. Podcast magic. Yes. But again, we have two movies to get through. You do. We do. And uh, which one did I go with you this time? Not enough. Um, although I think The Irishman is an MCU movie, isn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, Adrian, which, Martin Scorsese, which, the Irishman. Which would you like to hear his review of first? Uh, the Irishman or Knives Out? Well, let's go with The Irishman. So let's start with The Irishman. Uh, this one is uh, out now. Actually, both of these are out now. One is on Netflix, so readily available. The and Irishman. that is that is uh, The Irishman. And then Knives Out is in theaters this week as well. Irishman's a quick little watch on Netflix. Uh, yeah, remember when we talked about this a few months ago and I was like, it's three and a half hours? That's all true. Like so there's no shortened version. It's That's longer it. than Endgame. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yes. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. For the critics, they want us to vote on these movies at the end, end of the year and say, oh, I think uh, Robert De Niro should get an award for this or Martin Scorsese for directing or best picture. And so they actually had us go to the theater on this one. And they have launched this one in the theater. I think it's for two weeks because Netflix is trying to gain a little bit of credibility where that where that stands. Uh, they, they do want to be. I think those are the rules. I think you have to be in the theater for a week and then you can be nominated for an Academy Award. And that is what they're doing here. Although I think Netflix trying to survive and honestly probably doing pretty well with some of their recent additions. They probably paid out the nose for this movie. You think so? Yeah, because Scorsese is the kind of guy that you watch his movies on the big screen. Like, even though they're not action movies, they're uh, well command performances. He also seems to be defying Spielberg because Spielberg, if you remember, was one that was fighting against Netflix movies being yeah. considered for Academy Awards because they're not true film. And so now Scorsese, it's kind of the finger to the nose thing being like, mm, I'm on here now, so this is film now. Yeah, I think so. it's a matter of time before Spielberg joins. You think so? Yeah, the money is there. 
And even but it's if not about the money. No, but look, even if your movie now, bombs, which I think a lot of movies that have bombed recently, like for example, Charlie's Angels, if it went right to Netflix, people would be like, go watch Charlie's Angels on Netflix. It's an easy watch. It's an hour and 45 minutes, mm. but it made $8 million and just bombed horribly. <laughs> and no one would know if Netflix paid them $50 million for the movie. That's true. Yeah. So, can Netflix take those kind of risks? Oh, well, they putting, are. They're spending like, I think $18 billion last year on no, original properties. Prices. Like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but $18 billion. So let me talk about The Irishman. Uh, the synopsis is really, really short. It's a mob hitman recalls his possible involvement with the slaying of Jimmy Hoffa. And so we have Robert De Niro is your main character here. And it's a story told throughout the decades. Who plays young Robert De Niro? Robert De Niro. <laughs> but he's like 87. Yeah, well, he's not 87. I'm Look it up right now. So they do de-aging in this movie, and that was a lot of the early buzz. Is like, yeah, how's that going to look in the first 76. trailer? 76. So basically 87. Basically, yes. <laughs> to what this story is, it shows like the, the popularity of mobsters, teamsters, and like how that kind of ran a certain parts of America, whether it's New York or whether it was Miami, mm -hmm. and how that was lifestyle for these people. But then by the 80s, when most of these people are killed, and in this movie, they kind of, when you meet a new character, it's like, the first thing it says, it's like, shows like a typewriter, and it's like, this character was shot to death outside his home in 1982. Oh, jeez. And, and it shows that, and it, it shows you the, the fragility of this lifestyle where it doesn't exist anymore. And so it's a story of, hey, we all used to be together. We used to be family of sorts. And like sometimes... Like Fast and the Furious. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah. Actually, Dom Toretto <laughs> I knew shows it. up in this movie. Yeah, I knew it. When Tyree showed up, I wasn't too down. <laughs> yeah, it was a little weird. A little, but yeah. then Dwayne The Rock Johnson showed Everyone up. Everyone needs that. And they de-aged him. Yeah, but it's about the baby. fragility of friendships and loyalties and life itself. Like, even when you have achi achieved the, the, the most popular spot, the top of the family, you could still die. Look at The Sopranos. Wait, what do you mean? I just mean very famous ending. Yes. That just ends in black suddenly. Yeah. And some speculate it's because one of the main characters mm -hmm. passes. Right. Like I'm being, I'm afraid to spoil a TV show from like six years one ago. One of the most iconic like finales. Everyone knows that. Pretty divisive as well. You know, one, of the, one of the weirdest things about me, that mm -hmm. I, not about me, one of the worst things about me is I can do this. No, the, one of the worst things I heard about The Irishman is that this is the first time Al Pacino is in a Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah. Is weird, that right? weird? Because people might get confused because Surprising. De Niro and Pacino have appeared together in uh, Godfather Part Two, for right. example. But that was a Francis Ford Coppola film. Yeah. And then in Heat, back in the 90s, Michael Mann, right? Mm -hmm. Great movies. And now they're, they're old men, right? Like they're, well, they're very seasoned. And De Niro works and with Scorsese fairly often. So you, you, mm. you get that, you feel like there should be a connection there. And Pacino being in these type of movies, you think he would have crossed paths with Scorsese at some point. Has Dustin Hoffman been, has Dustin Hoffman been in a... Did, don't movie? bring Dustin Hoffman into this just because he looks to. like them, kind of. I have to, because I get all, those confused. They're all kind of falling apart and get wrinkly faces. Well, they all, look like all, each they other. They peaked in the 70s. That's how I put them together. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Okay. They, yeah. So you have uh, Al Pacino as Jimmy Hoffa in this movie, and it spends a lot of time in that. And I never really knew the story of Jimmy Hoffa, but I, I, I knew enough of maybe what happened to him, maybe, you know, like the conspiracy behind it. The only thing I really knew about Jimmy Hoffa was that when they, Geraldo did that thing where he was looking for his car or something like that, like the vault, and it turned out to be a bus. That was Al Capone. Dig it! <laughs> <laughs> How do I know Hoffa? Oh, they're looking for Jimmy Hoffa. Everyone disappear? thought, everyone thinks, so Jimmy Hoffa, historical spoiler, uh, he disappeared. 
he was the leader of the Teamsters, him. and they yeah. never found him. People thought like he was buried in like a speed bump on the road. Well, he ran basically. off with, with uh, Bobby Fischer, right? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, that could be a movie. Mm-hmm. And so in this in this movie, they're giving kind of this. Did this story happen? Because it's mm-hmm. from Robert De Niro's character's perspective, where he's like, "I was best friends with him. I was his main support, and things happened. And this may or may not be true. And it is a life account, mostly of uh, De Niro's character." But half of the movie is dedicated to Pacino's uh, Jimmy Hoffa character. And De Niro's character is based on a true, a real person yes. as well. Yes. Okay. It, well, like, is it, what I'm asking is, is it a conglomeration of multiple people or is it one person? It is one person. Okay. And because the guy himself is, it's a really interesting story. He kind of came from nothing. Uh, he was a swindler. And then the, the family kind of took notice. Uh, Joe Pesci's character kind of raises him up. Wish Joe Pesci came out of retirement to be in this movie. Yes. And I'm so glad he did. Joe Pesci is the shining star of The Irishman. What? Yeah. Wow. I have missed him greatly. How old is he? Yeah. Uh, I can't even tell you. He is old in this yeah, movie. Yeah, sure. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> IMDb Aww. just saying he's, he's dead. Actually, he's 76 as well. So he's he? the same age. Al Pacino's three years older. Also, you have Harvey Keitel in this movie. Just all these, of course. All these legends. The score says he has either used or should have used at some point. The cast here is, is incredible. This really is a cast and performance type movie. Granted, at three and a half hours, there's going to be time to chew on these characters. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. man, this is a long movie. Uh, I'm going to have to take a bathroom break. Like I saw, I, I saw this one in the theater mm-hmm. and halfway through, I needed to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, that's okay. I can leave. You know, there's just so much dialogue. Like, who really cares? I'm not going to miss anyone getting a, a hit uh, taken out on their head. Right. And then, but the dialogue is so vital to everything that happens next. There's always consequences for either who you take out or who you offend at some point. And I, I couldn't leave the entire movie. I sat there for three and a half hours enthralled so by it. better viewed on Netflix where you can pause it. No. I, well, look, you, you don't have a choice almost at this point. Right. I would say it's a big screen experience because, like, are there explosions and crazy things happening? No. So it doesn't there's no need explosions to be in a mob movie. Well, there's a couple car explosions. I knew it, but there's not <laughs> Michael Bay type explosions. No, but this is a movie where you need to put your phone away. And that's why that's why I like the theater mm-hmm. experience, because if you have no distractions, like it shouldn't be like a TV show where you're like, I'll watch 40 minutes here and 40 minutes there. Dedicate three and a half hours to this one. Do your best to not get tired. That's why I think this should be seen in the theater. Hmm. Almost like Netflix is going to be, it's going to be fine. It's a beautiful movie that when you have a big TV on HD, it's going to be great. But if you have your phone with you, you'll be like, oh, I missed that. Oh, who did they take out? Oh, I don't, mm, okay. It needs your full attention and deserves it as well. Because okay. you liked it. I really liked it. It, at the end, like it was filling its age, if you will. Like mm-hmm. it, I was like, okay, do we need this much resolution I'm not going to say it's like Return of the King, but I'm like, okay, we're dwelling. Like, it's almost like an old man telling a story at that point, Mm -hmm. which it literally was. Uh, And they could have cut off maybe 20 minutes, but at the same time, I wouldn't really ask that of Scorsese because he had a vision in mind. And once it's over, you're like, wow, that was really incredible. And I did not expect him to do that at this point in his career. To bring these legends together, honestly, probably for some for the first time, but but probably for the last time. Mm. What about the Irishman too? Yeah, electric boogaloo. <laughs> electric boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, so uh, do watch this one. Obviously, it's it's got some a good family film. We all watch it's together. Not with the kids. a good family yeah. film. <laughs> it's it's not as vile as far as like it's not as crass as like Goodfellas. I'm just for example. assuming uh, how Martin, many Martin Scorsese. I'm assuming there's going to be it's no good. It's no Departed. Words. I'll say that. Okay. Oh, because that's like constant. Yes, and that one is constant headshots as well. 
This one is kind of cleaned up. It's an it's an old person's version of Goodfellas. 130 F words. Whoa. Really? That's what it says. Man, I'm so desensitized. Wow. Kent's like, maybe six. Well, look, if you spread that over three and a half hours, that's only... I know. I was just trying to do the math in my head. Nope. Don't, 40 don't try it. Two per yeah, hour. I didn't get too far. So I'm going to give this one... Like, it's it's going to be... It's one of the best films of the year, but it's wow. for me, it's a solid B+. Uh, it is... 43.3 per hour. Is that... No, stop no, that. I'm okay, just, wow. <laughs> I'm going to give it a B+. It has the potential to climb higher because... Uh, through the years, this one will be seen as a classic. Uh, it may be tainted by the Netflix brand a little bit. Uh, shouldn't be though, because it really is a great film. Why? Had, why has nobody heard of it? Like I really had not heard of it at all. Netflix is the worst at promoting their yeah. own stuff. In fact, unless you're watching Netflix. Well, yeah, Ooh. but even then, it's like it will show up on the you know the top banner, and then the next day they'll have a new original or the next season of Santa yeah. Clarita Diet, and they'll just get rid of uh, Irishman, even yeah. though this is a movie they probably paid. $200 million for. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. But if you have the time, if you have the patience, if you need to see a film that will really just show you like great performances, some of the greatest of the year, even from these guys you've seen in dozens of other movies, watch The Irishman. So you're giving it a... B plus. Okay. Yeah. Now let's move on to your other B plus of the night, Knives Out. <laughs> B plus. Which if you remember, Knives Out was one that B I was... B sharp? I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was looking forward to because I was like, hey, the, the trailer was actually pretty entertaining. Like... It was kind of this funny whodunit type yeah. thing with a cast that I liked. Right. So uh, go ahead and jump into that one. So Knives Out, and it's directed by Ryan Johnson. Yes. Who right. did... Oh. Did how he's like a pariah now? <sighs> he Tru- did, did something. Truthfully, I, I, I like most of his movies. Uh, that's been tainted ever since. But I went into this one going, I think Joel's going to be right. What I else think did he do? He did Looper. That's right. I was trying yeah. to remember the one that was... And on. Brick. Yeah. Yeah, I you, like Brick a lot. You don't like uh, Brothers Bloom very much. Not as much, but but Brick is a solid movie. Yeah, well, Brick is great. <laughs> yeah, I, I see what you did there. But it is. And so I walked into this one going, <laughs> I think I'm going to like this, even though I don't want to, but I'm, I'm going to let it win me over. And for the first 20 minutes, it did. Uh, let me give you the synopsis real quick. It's very short. It says, a detective investigates the death of a patriarch of an eccentric, combative family. And so you have Donald Plummer. Donald Plummer? Not Christopher, Christopher Plummer. Plummer. Oh, yeah. It's like, say. who's Donald Plummer? Yeah. Is that like Christopher Plummer with a mustache? <laughs> it is. I'm his brother, Donald Plummer. <laughs> so Christopher Plummer, he plays the patriarch of this family. Obviously, from the trailers, there's a death, and he has all these kids and kids-in-law and grandkids who could all be the one who killed him or not. To inherit his money. Yes. And then there's Daniel Craig, yeah. who is like... This really random detective from I don't even know what era. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's kind of like a foghorn and leghorn sort of sort of accent. Where he <laughs> comes in and he's like gonna solve the case. It's like modern day Perot essentially. Okay, it plays off almost like a nineteen sixties seventies type movie. It has that sort of feel, where everyone feels very retro, and the family themselves like. Like I was saying, for the first 20 minutes, there is comedy here. It's mostly interrogations mm-hmm. and you get to know who these characters are and you kind of spot maybe some motives they have for possibly killing the, the, this dad or father-in-law. in this too. A ton. Like uh, Tony Collette, Chris yes. Evans. Who else? Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, That's right. Michael Shannon, Don Johnson. Yeah, Donald Plummer, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yes. Daniel Craig. This cast is stacked. It's almost too stacked. Ryan Johnson basically mm-hmm. said, I have a lot of famous people in my movie. So everyone come see it. It needs half the cast essentially to really work. There's so many people that there's no time for de- development. 
even as you're watching these people and you're going, okay, that person could be guilty or that person, you're like, I actually don't really care anymore because not a lot of time is being spent on any of them. You really only see this crazy family at the beginning and then it focuses on a specific character. And actually the protagonist, it's uh, played by Ana de Armas and she's, she's pretty great in it. Yeah, she's really good. Like she's protagonist and she kind of works with Daniel Craig to solve this case. And then it's just this weird spirally whodunit that actually tells you who did it about 30 minutes into the movie. Oh. And you're going, oh, this is kind of an interesting twist. Like, there's got to be more to it. And obviously there always is. But it's so predictable Hmm. and kind of a lousy mystery Hmm. at some point. Mm -hmm. But would you believe that this has uh, 115 times less F words than the Irishman? (laughs) (laughs) So does it have... Two. Four. Oh, it has, it has two. two. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is PG-13. Yeah. Like there's some blood and two F words. I do. Yeah, and I think I think that's probably it. Uh, and if you really enjoy this cast, yeah, see it. It's like uh, Captain America who says a few swear words. Yeah, and that's they, they say he's playing against type in this one because he's just kind of a jerk. Yeah. Instead of being Going Captain America. Going back to the Silver Surfer. Yeah, yeah. a little. Yeah, but most, most everyone here is wasted. Like they're all just like... Two-dimensional characters, like oh, Tony Collette in this that movie. Kind of yeah. <laughs> no, well, probably the other kind as well. It's hard to tell. Yeah. There's so many puns in here that are bad. The mystery is predictable and contrived. And the agenda here, this, this feels like Ryan Johnson fighting against the Twitter trolls. Because mm. he essentially calls out people that he feels are alt-right, for example, or support Trump, or didn't like him for a Star Wars movie. Not that he calls that by name. He calls everything else by name. But he's saying, like, they are awful people. And they're racist. Basically, white rich people are terrible people. Hmm. And it becomes his like border crisis type story. There's no kid gloves here. There's no subtlety going There's on. There's no here. subtlety whatsoever. And especially at the end, there's some dialogue where I'm like, oh my gosh, that was that was awful. Like who approved this? Oh, Hollywood? Of course they did. Hmm. I wonder if this one will actually kind of pass under the radar for people kind of being uh, frustrated by how Hollywood is lately. Right. Because that that would make a movie like this bomb. People will see this as a very fun movie because it's quick. Uh, The camera pans right up to people's faces so much that you see fisheye. Like, you know, it's like a fisheye lens. (laughs) And it's like, you know, I suspect foul plays. And you're like, it has more close-ups than A Whisper in Time. Wrinkle in Time. A Whisper in Time. (laughs) Starring Donald Plummer. Yes, exactly. A Whisper in Time. And like, it just feels sloppy. The cast seems to be having fun, but they're the only ones who are really having fun in this movie. Because me as the audience... I was bored hmm. and frustrated by how how silly it was. Hmm. So I, re- I kind of hated it. Kind of hated it or hated it? I hated it. Okay. Like it's, not, it's, it's not enough. Ken, I, w- I want you to be as subtle as Ryan Johnson is in his movie with your review. Okay? <laughs> Just do that right now. I didn't hate it as much as Last Jedi. Wow. <laughs> we can't Ooh. say that. I mean... Because now they're going to turn off the bacon. Oh, bed. yeah. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> this shows creativity and it's well shot. Uh, getting cast together like this is awesome. Well, it's interesting. You're kind of saying the opposite thing that you said for the Irishman, like mm-hmm. how the cast worked for it. And yes. it sounds like this works against it. Yeah. Said. It seems like everyone signed up because they thought they'd be in a fun whodunit, which if this is your first whodunit movie, great. But if you've seen any other one, even uh, Murder on the Orient Express or, or a random Clue, episode of Phineas and the Fir- Phineas Verb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you've seen this kind of movie before and they even talk about how Christopher Plummer is a mystery author and his books are always like they have crazy twists. And I'm like, oh, this movie's going to have a crazy twist. I know it. And then when they reveal it, you're like, oh, really? OK. Mm-hmm. So you're just you want everyone to believe it's clever, but it's not whatsoever. We just rhymed. Yeah. Congratulations. This movie <laughs> gets a D plus. 
Nice. Out. We went from a D plus, a B plus to a D plus. Yeah. Wow. And it may do okay. This is really the only major release this weekend. But once again, Frozen Two is out. So that's going to dominate Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, for sure. Think? Yeah, because okay. Thanksgiving weekend is always a family weekend. Yeah. Or people that don't want to see a family movie will stay home and watch The Irishman. That's true. With its how many efforts? Mm-hmm. One hundred and thirty. <laughs> <Man. laughs> yeah. But yeah, so Irishman would be my pick of the week. Uh, Knives Out. Kind of a letdown. Even I wanted to go in, even though I don't like Ryan Johnson right now, I was like, surprise me. Make me laugh. This should be good. And well, for and the first was, 20 minutes, it did. I was hopeful. Mm-hmm. I, I went into this going, okay, this may be my, you know, I still haven't seen it, so I, yeah. maybe I, sh- I shouldn't say this, but I was looking forward to it because I'm like, this could help me like Ryan Johnson again. And mm-hmm. it sounds like it's not going to. I don't know. Definitely check it out, but you'll be annoyed by plenty of things in the movie. Why would I want to check it out if I'm going to be annoyed by it? Well, I, I want you to see movies so you may have a different opinion. No, I want to be warned <laughs> against movies so I don't waste time. I want to give all my movies I watch three and 3.5 stars. <laughs> <laughs> and so it goes. But yeah, so those are the movies of the week. So yeah, there you go. And this has been our Bacon Bit. Thanks, Adrian. Thank you. dead.